This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So welcome back, listeners. So we got a lot to talk about here. So basically, here's the topic we're going to talk about. First one, The Forbidden Door. Wow, what a great show. Um, this one took place recently on the 25th of June in Toronto at the Nova Scotia Bank Arena. Uh, let's talk about the matches we saw. The first one is, of course, is MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW World Title. Now, is this is a match where, of course, MJF feels that he views New Japan Pro Wrestling as an independent promotion, not a major promotion. Now, we have seen... Many wrestlers who have come to New Japan, and they are who they are, well, famous, like the Bucks, Kenny Omega, and all that. But, however, um, MJF doesn't view it that way. However, he uh, there were moments, of course, we did saw he was about to cut corners by using the belt, but he used the infamous diamond ring in order to retain the title, which, of course, he was going to use it regardless of what we already knew. Now, our next match, we have the opening round of the Men's Owen Hart Cup Tournament. We have CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. I thought it was a really interesting matchup. But one thing it was very interesting, is, of course, is the booze that CM Punk got. I, I kind of figured because we know there's some people who are not happy with Punk with his behavior and whatnot. I mean, look, I'm not trying to say negative comments, but we have seen in times how... Things have been different with Punk since he came back. I mean, the, sh- the entire Chicago area will always embrace their hero, unlike the elite, who will be the most hated people in Chicago. But that doesn't stop it right there. But, of course, CM Punk did win the match when he applied to go to sleep. He advances in, in the tournament. Now, our next match, we have a four-way for the AEW International Championship between Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre Jr., Katsuyori Shibata and Daniel Garcia. Now, you know anything could happen in four ways. It's like anything could be unexpected. But, of course, what was really amazing is how Orange Cassidy took the um, opportunity in order to retain the title when uh, Shibata took out Garcia and giving him the win. So, I thought that was a very interesting thing. But, nonetheless, uh, Orange Cassidy pulled it off. Next up, we have the a- the IWGP World Heavyweight title. We have Sonata defending his title against Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Now, of course, Sonata was the one who laid out the open challenge. Jungle Boy, um, how do I say, even tried to, um, he accepted it. But, however, many fans had often say that Jungle Boy wasn't the right choice. But I have to say, maybe this match was going to lead to somewhere else. But what, what we didn't realize, as soon as... We saw that uh, M- uh, Sonata won. Uh, Jack Perry actually turned on Hook and attacked him. And, of course, Taz was like a very, you know, concerned father. He knows he, he shouldn't be worried, but he is a father after all, you know. So he knows that Hook will handle business, and he has no uh, objection to that. But, you know, sooner or later, that uh, Jungle Boy will get of what he deserves for what he did. Now, our next match is a 10-man tag team match. We have the Elite, consistent of Hangman, Adam Page, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Bucks, and, of course, K- Kingston and Tomo Iroishi taking on the members 
of the Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley, Yuta, and Claudio, along with Takeshita and, Sh and Shooter. Now, this is whole thing of the rivalry between both the Elite and Blackpool Combat Club has been raging on because, of course, they declared the Elite as the amateurs, that they are not the real elite of pro wrestling. But, of course, uh, much of the match, you see Eddie Kingston, who has been, you know, turmoil, like he wants to hurt Claudio and that sort of thing. But, however, you know, he, he's trying to protect Moxley. But, however, we do see that sooner or later, once again, the friendship between them is going to turmoil. But, however, in the end, it was, of course, um, the elite that picked up the win. Um, and that kind of sets it off. Now, our next match, we have Tony Storm and Vula Nangel for the AEW Women's title. Um, this one, of course, um, many people probably would have thought they would like to see someone from Stardom. But, however, because of that, Stardom had their much recent event, Sunshine, um, taking place, which I already witnessed. And if you guys have me on YouTube, then you guys know I reviewed it. However, uh, it was, of course, the eye-gouging by Tony Storm to um, Nangel because the ref did not see it. But it did get the opportunity for Tony Storm to apply Storm Zero and blammo! Just like that, she retained the title. Then we move on to the re rematch of of the night. We're talking about, of course, um, um, Osprey and Omega for the IWGP um, United States Heavyweight Title. Now, this particular rematch dates back all the way from Wrestle Kingdom early this year. Kenny Omega has declared Osprey as the failure of New Japan. Now, the only reason this happened is because, of course, he left the, the torch to Will Ospreay, but he felt that Will Ospreay was a mistake. But he defeated him for the title, and of course, Will Ospreay was looking forward to getting his revenge against him, but he received a very unlikely ally that he did not expect that he could trust, and that is, of course, Don Callis, who is determined to destroy Kenny for He feels that Kenny did not listen to him because... He wanted him to dump the Bucks. But of course, Don Callis was going to get himself involved to ensure the Will Ospreay win. And of course, none of the, the, the screwdriver that he handed to Ospreay didn't work. Kenny fought on until his final breath, but he could not retain the title. And of course, everybody in Canada are not happy because Will Ospreay said negative comments about Canadians. But of course, there is the possibilities of Part 3 because right now... It's one-on-one -on -one from both sides. So we could see a possible third match. Now, there are those who already spoken about this, that this could play, take place in Wembley Stadium, which is, of course, Will Ospreay's home turf. If that has happened, then Kenny could finally defeat him once and for all and proven why he is the best bout machine. Now, our next match, oh, what do we have? Oh, yes. Uh, a very interesting six-man tag team match. Now, we have Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki, known as Les Suzuki Gods, taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and, of course, Tatsuya Naito. I was so thrilled with Naito. But, of course, Naito was going to be Naito in the ring no matter what. But it was a very fun match to, uh, to indicate. But... Of course, Naito got under the skin of Chris Jericho because if you guys remember, it was Naito who defeated Jericho for the 
IWGB Intercontinental Championship. And, of course, you know, it happened at the Tokyo Dome. But this match ended, of course, with Sting, Darlene, and Naito picking up the win. That was a pretty good fun match. Now, our main event features, of course, uh, Brian Danielson and, of course, Kaguchika Okada. That match was so brutal as any other. But, however, nearly 8 to 10 minutes before the match was done, um, Brian Danielson injured his arm. So, he had to modify the label lock. And, of course, um, it, did, it did help him. But Kaguchika Okada had no other choice to tap out. But according to what people were talking, this is the first time in eight years that Kaguchika Okada has tapped out. The last person who tapped him out was eight years ago in 2015. And that is, of course, none other than the king of strong style. We're talking about Shinsuke Nakamura. So the original leader of chaos. So now you know that little fun fact. Uh, hopefully we can get to see another uh, Forbidden Door 3. Uh We'll see what happens until then. But I hope we can see more New Japan talent um, show up on a regular basis, which is going to be fun. Now, our next topic. If you guys saw Stardom's recent pay-per-views, Sunshine, we saw and witnessed uh, what happened at the at the post-match of the main event. We saw that the Queen's Quest came on top by defeating Oda Tai, but however... It resulted to Saki Kashima being expelled from Oedo Tai. So the obvious question does tell people what's next for her. Now, as soon as Oedo Tai managed to save Kashima from Oedo Tai, Azumi tried to offer her hand, but of course Kashima has no interest. But here's what more interest in information was coming around. It turns out that recently uh, Kashima was not involved in the strategy meetings with Oedo Tai for the, for the pending um, steel cage match against Queen's Quest. So most likely that Natsuko Toro was planning to get rid of her. So I don't know if uh, Utami Hayashida gave her the excuse or whatever was the reason. But however, Kashima seems like she's not surprised, but she said that she will remain independent. However... Because of this, it appears now certain individuals from two different factions are reaching out to Kashima. Now, the first person that reached out is none other than Mai Sakurai. Now, you ask yourselves in this obvious question, why would Sakurai reach out to her? Now, let's go back to the near the end of 2021. Now, as you guys remember the history, Mai Sakurai made her presence known during the time of the, G, of the Five Star Grand Prix tournament. She came all the way from um, Atlas Girls. However, she did have a match for the for the future belt against Unagi, which resulted of her losing. However, she did join Cosmic Angels until February of 2022. She decided to leave Cosmic Angels and side with DDM because she's a big fa uh, fan of Julia and she admires her so much. However, prior before she made her decision, Kashima actually reached out to her saying that she's better off, you know, going with Oedo Tai because they found success. And, and of course, Oedo Tai have always found success, even if they have to cut corners. However, uh, Kashi uh, Sakurai reached out to her and all this, for being like kind to her and all this. But the fact is, Kashima didn't view it that way. She views it like, bitch, I wasn't trying to be kind. I'm trying to open your eyes. So it, it, was, it felt that way to me from what I see from my own point of view. That Kashima has her own way of how she is. But 
I highly doubt she would definitely join DDM. Not because I say so. It's because DDM has always served as one of the strong. Kashima doesn't seem like type who would be in the same kind of way as her. Look, we have seen how scared she can get. She refuses to defend the high-speed title even though she won it. But I'm sure maybe that's one of the reasons maybe um, Natsuko Toro wants to get rid of her. But who knows? But the next person who talked about her... Who seems like she's interested in having her in Club Venus is none other than Mina Shirakawa. Mina even spoken about her saying that it broke her heart about how she was going. But she talked about how strong she really is because if you guys remember history, Saki Kashima was part of stardom from 2011 to 2013 until five years later she returned uh, from her hiatus. So she said that she never had anybody like her and she would like to have her join um, Club Venus. And not only she wants her in, she wants the high-speed title involved in her. But Kashima even mentioned this now, that as soon as uh, she was expelled, that she wants to remain independent. So she could be a lone wolf. Now, I know some of you may think, um, J-Rod, I don't think that's a good idea for her to do something like that. I, I would agree, but it's not the first time we have seen someone, um, how do I say this? Was a lone wolf, and that is, of course, we saw that with um, Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie has never been with any unit except for the one she was in with Mai Uitani and Io Shirai, they, uh, together known as the three of them, which is the three aces of stardom. So I thought that that's the, what I was p pointing out. I think Kashima may learn something from Kyrie, as you know, she is not currently with any faction. I mean, she does have a trio group with Natsupo and Sodionoi. Now it's still unclear whether they would unite because apparently we're seeing the the beef within uh, between both Natsupo and Sodionoi. So we'll see what happens in that point on. So we'll move on from that. But we'll stand by to what's next for her. Now an interesting development happened also on Sunshine. Now as you know, uh, DDM or known as Body Body Bombers, um, Julia, Tekla, and Maesakurai defended the first uh, defense against Stars in a steel cage match against Stars. Now, as soon as the poach match was done, it appears now Julia was the one who de who def was the last one to leave, but making sure Mayu Iwatani would leave, stay in the cage, and that's what happened. My first assumption watching this, I would have thought in in, in my mind that. Julia will definitely try to um, issue the challenge for the IWGP women's title. But it appears she took a left turn on this one. Instead, she issued the challenge against Willow Nightingale for the end, uh, the New Japan Strong Women's title. I'm like, what? I wasn't too sure exactly if I heard this right. But when she said it, I'm like, Whoa, whoa, that is an interesting thing. So she issued a challenge. So the reason behind that is because New Japan Strong will be in Japan on July 4th and July 5th. So even in the post-match comments, Julia was being disrespectful, mocking Willow's name. But to her defense was Momo Kogo, who tells her that she is the strongest in the individual she ever met. Julia took offense to that because in her mind, she says, no one is stronger than me, bitch. That's what she said. But she feels that Momo Kogo has stepped out of line. I mean, look, Momo is not wrong. She has faced Willa Nangyo. She knows how strong she is. 
Not to mention, Momo was resilient to ever give up against Momo until she ended up being in a in the Dr. Bomb. But later it was now, been, and then of course, um, Will Nightingale heard about the whole thing. She, she, she accepted her challenge. Uh, she will be in Japan uh, next month on July 5th, 4th and July 5th. Now, on July 4th, she will be in a tag match, teaming with none other than Momokogo, taking on Julia and Tekla. However, the following day, that's when they'll have the title match, Will Nangil versus Julia. Now, I don't know exactly how this would work. Now, Julia did indicate saying that the red belt is more prestigious than the IWGP title. Look, New Japan were the ones who thought of the idea, so she shouldn't go out and disrespect them. But she has indicated she wants to travel overseas. So I don't know if she thinks that the New Japan Strong title will get her into that. But we'll see what happens until we get that. But it's now been announced it will happen on July 5th at Corken Hall. Now, the next topic I want to talk about, this is one of my favorite factions in, uh, in Pro Wrestling Noah, Congo, uh, consistent of Keno as the leader. Now, what does Congo mean? Uh, it means in translation uh, in Japanese, diamond. Now, let me give you guys the backstory about Congo. Congo has started out as a unit where, of course, at the time before Pro Wrestling Noah was purchased by, uh, Cyber, by Cyber Fight, uh, it was run by Ledet, which is a company that now currently owns uh, Glee, another Japanese promotion. Ledet were mostly ignoring Keno because they were basically giving more of the opportunities to none other than Keito Kiyomiya. So Keno looked at this as like, you're giving the opportunities to fake wrestlers. I'm a real wrestler. And of course, everybody in Congo are declared the real wrestlers because they're the ones who fought their asses off. I mean, they have huge success. Keno is a two-time um, GHC heavyweight champion. Um, we know there has been tag team competition, the national openweight title, all of it. They have shown success. But in recent time, we have seen um, Congo has been losing membership left and right. Um, Alejandro left last year. And then, of course, to follow him is Hao, who now goes by Amasuka. And then, of course, we had Tadasake, who turned his back on on um, uh, on uh, Congo. Same thing with Nakajima, Nak uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima. So basically. Congo has been now losing its own way. And then, of course, on uh, January 25th, which is the same day as Stardom and New Japan, Keno has announced the disbandment of the unit. Now, he has no... Sorry about that. That's a mechanical bird right there. <laughs> so anyway, he has no will problems with the remaining members of Congo, but he feels that they could actually find more success outside of Congo. And, of course, that's pretty much okay with him. Because he sees that Congo has been not being the strongest unit that we have seen in the past. So, what's the better way for to end it that way? I think it's very amicable of him to do that because, look, as much as you built this unit as a way of showing we are real wrestlers, everybody else are fakers. Keno has, will always be a, a strong opinionated about that every single step. And that's what makes him a, a great wrestler because he is not afraid to admit it. 
But if, if he feels that Congo cannot succeed as a unit, then it's better off for them to find success outside of it. And I hope that he would do the same thing too. But I wouldn't be surprised if he decides to reform Congo with new members that would definitely try to make things better for them. So we'll we'll see about that. So we'll put a can of worm on. We'll put a pin on this one if that ever happens. Now, for all you Yoshi fans out there, Sorry about that. I had to shut the bird up. Anyway, for all you uh, Joshi fans out there, Sir, uh, former NXT star Sarei, or as we know her in Japan, Sarei, has been on a major role in Japan since she returned. Um, she initiated, of course, her first ever produced show that will take place every three months called Sareeism. Her first official match was against... Um, uh, Chihiro Hashimoto from Standby Girls, which she lost, of course. And then, of course, she'd been appearing in various promotions. She even showed up taking on Riko Kawahara during the anniversary show of uh, Yumiko Hota. Uh, what else she's been doing? Oh, yeah, she even participated in the Evolution, uh, uh, which is a, uh, a project based on um, Yoshi wrestlers built by none other than All Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, she faced on a girl named Chi-Chi, which was a pretty good match. And Saray gave high props to, of course, to um, Chi-Chi because she is, I think she is a wrestler I could definitely look up, look onto, you know, because she's different. And, of course, Saray gives her a lot of props. And, of course, Saray will be in upcoming matches. Recently, she has been um, announcing for upcoming events. Uh, she will be in a three-way match uh, involving Unagi and some other place during a uh, anniversary show uh, I forgot I think it was uh, Jaguar Yokuda I think that's the name but we'll see about that uh, she will be doing another Surrealism show chapter 2 she'll be teaming with Kyrie, which she never had the opportunity to do so uh, this will be the first time that her and Kyrie will team up uh, they never interacted when they were back in WWE due to the fact of the pandemic but it's great that she actually gets the opportunity to do so so it's kind of fun um what else she's going to be in. But just recently today uh, in Japan, she appeared at Seedling, uh, a Yoshi promotion, and she issued the challenge against Harisa Nakajima for the uh, Beyond the Sea Championship, which is the top title of Seedling. So I have to say, Suri has been on a roll since she's returned to Japan. I give her a lot of credit for this one, and I think um, she may... Uh, but we do know she said she, she does have... Uh, her sights set for the IWGP women's title. We don't know when, but Rossi Ogawa um, issued the invitation saying, come to a stardom show. And if Siri was smart enough, she would do that. Now, for all you, uh, more of you Yoshi fans out there, you guys may have heard this name before. Dark Unagi. Yes, folks, you heard it right. Dark Unagi. Now, those who don't know, people are saying, is Dark Unagi uh, related to Unagi Sayaka? Well, this is how this came to be. Uh, Strong Style Pro Wrestling, uh, which is run by the original Tiger Mask, has issued a tournament for a women's tag team tournament. Uh, amongst them was um, a girl, uh, one called Black Tiger. No, or Tiger, or Dark, no, Dark Tiger, to my bad. Dark Tiger. 
Uh, she had a mystery partner. Nobody knew who it was, but their opponent was none other than Colors de facto leader um, Saki and Rika Kawahara. But the the partner was a mystery until it was revealed to be Dark Unagi. That was like people are saying that's Unagi, and Unagi's like saying, "Who is that person? I never seen her before." So it's kind of interesting. But of course, during the the opening round of the tournament, Saki looks to her left and see Dark Unagi. He's like. Is it really Unagi? So she wasn't too sure. So it was rather funny th to see that. That she's like a little stump about seeing this Unagi, Dark Unagi character. But of course, uh, Dark Unagi and Dark Tiger won their match. So they advance. Uh, don't know. I forgot when they'll continue. But I have to say it's pretty good. Now you can follow Dark Unagi on Twitter or on Instagram. So that's pretty much where you can find him. Now I saved this one for last because. Uh, for all of us, we need to give our full support to this particular Yoshi wrestler. We're talking about, of course, Risa Sarah. Uh, Risa Sarah has announced that she has finalized her divorce from her now supposed ex-husband, Orca Uto. Now, they, the details of the divorce was still unknown, but there were, of course, the internet, how you know how to spread and all this. It was told that, of course, by several people that Orca was cheating on um, on Risa Sarah. So I'm like, I don't know if if you call it cheating, but it was kind of interesting to hear that because I don't know, but she seems okay from what I can see. Um, even Unagi uh, tried to give her comfort, but of course Risa Sarah doesn't need that type of crap. But I'm sure the only thing that will keep her going is death matches. That's something I know for sure because she is one of the death match queens. So we'll see what happens till then. But um, as fans, we need to show our love and support for her. We know she'll pull through. Uh, let's do that. So I think that's what we're going to be doing for her from now on. So I hope everybody enjoys this episode. Um, uh, this is the first time I do m multiple topics here. But I hope you guys enjoy this one. So as of for right now, if you guys uh, follow me on my YouTube channel, I just recently uploaded the much recent um, episode, um, 1,110, that features um, NWA, more of the World is a Vampire Tour, and NXT. And of course, I released the, uh, the DWZ discussion regarding about Saki Kashima on that one too. Um, there was stuff that I actually uh, did not put in onto this one, but we'll see how that goes. So I try to compare my notes here. I'm trying to compare the notes because I did not write shit on this one. So just put it out there. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. So uh, today, is, of course, is June 28th. And it's going to be AEW time. So I'll do my review on that one I'm just uh, for the next episode. So if you guys don't have me on YouTube, go find me on Deleted WrestleZone. And click and subscribe to get there. If you guys have me on Spotify, tell all your friends about me. If you guys like the variety of what I talk about, about pro wrestling on certain subjects, then tell your friends to click and like, and we'll get going, and you guys get more of this content. So remember, I only do this once a week. However, if there was moment times that I can't do it due to either being sick or conflicted with my job, well, my regular day job, but we'll see how that turns out. All right? So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is J-Rod here, so I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye, and have a nice day. Bang!